Hello everyone and welcome to episode 67 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about a scientific method to help you remember more words, to help you improve your vocabulary. Today we're going to talk about SRS systems or spaced repetition systems. If you don't know what that is, don't worry, I am of course going to explain that in just a second. Uh, but before we do, just a couple of quick reminders. As always, if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes or if you have any thoughts on any of the podcast episodes, then please feel free to get in touch with me. You can contact me on Instagram at Unlocking British English or you can email me unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com. Uh, also, transcripts. I'm a little bit behind on the current transcripts. If you are listening to this on the day of recording, um, I'm a little bit behind, but I'm catching up. So, Almost all of the transcripts for the rest of the episodes are available on the website for free uh, and you will have the transcript for this episode also available for free very, very soon. But my apologies, I've just been a bit busy this week. Uh, but if you are interested in downloading any of the other transcripts for the other episodes, you can download them for free on the website. That is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. So yeah, let's get into it. Spaced repetition system. So what am I talking about? What even is an SRS or a spaced repetition system? So spaced repetition is an evidence-based learning technique, right? A scientifically based learning technique that's usually performed with flashcards. So you imagine, right, you have a card with like a, an English word on the back and, uh, sorry, an English word on the front and then a translation on the back, for example, or you have one piece of information on one side of the card and then you have the answer or another piece of information on the back side of the card. Um, and so spaced repetition, what happens is, for example, let's say you make a new flashcard with a new piece of information, a new word. So you test yourself on that word on the first day and then you get it correct. Um, and then you see it again the next day. Uh, and then if you get it correct, then you'll see it again in four days. And then if you get it correct again in four days, then you'll test yourself on that word again in eight days and then in 16 days and in gradually increasing periods of time. Okay, so and if you get the card wrong, if you if you don't answer correctly, then that card goes back to the beginning. So you see it uh, on one day, then you see it the next day, then you see it two days later, then four days later, and so on and so forth. Um, and so what this means is that new flashcards or difficult flashcards are shown more frequently. You see those flashcards more frequently, whilst the older ones and the easier ones you see less frequently. Uh, and so what this does is, well, there's two, two main advantages to this. The first is it means that you are focusing on the information that you're finding most difficult to remember and you're not spending lots of time going over and over um, information that you already know and that you already remember. Um, but it also is exploiting a, a kind of psychological effect, um, what's called the spacing effect. And we're going to talk a little bit more um, about 
about the psychological side of it in a second. Um, but yeah, that is essentially what spaced repetition is. It's a system in which you can uh, use flashcards to try and remember things and you will see the flashcards in gradually increasingly larger uh, periods of time and that will allow you to to improve your long-term memory and your uh, ability to remember these pieces of information after not having seen them uh, very regularly so in short it's a system to help you improve your memory right and although this principle of spaced repetition uh, can be and is used in different contexts with different subjects and things like that. Um, they're most commonly used in a context in which the the learner needs to remember uh, lots of pieces of information. So for that exact reason, they're quite popular with second language learning, right? Because we need to memorize a lot of uh, lots of different words, for example, lots of new vocabulary. Uh, it's also quite popular with people studying to become doctors and nurses. They have to remember lots of different body parts, lots of different uh, information about all kinds of different physical systems, lots of information that they need to remember and they need to be able to reproduce, especially for exams and things like that. Um, so these spaced repetition systems are very popular um, within those kinds of contexts. So it's, it's very popular within language learning, especially for vocabulary. Um, and so that's why, yeah, I wanted to talk about it a little bit today. So the idea for or the basis for this research right with spaced repetition system uh, was started by a man called Hermann Ebbinghaus uh, which is a German guy I'm not sure if I pronounce his name properly um, but he was the first person to sort of suggest uh, suggest the idea of what's called a forgetting curve right so the idea that um, information loss over time follows this kind of natural curve so basically what this what this idea says what this hypothesis says um, is that you know when you when you first hear or receive a new piece of information uh, you can forget it quite quickly and if you see it again it takes a little bit longer to forget and then again it takes a little bit longer to forget uh, and the more times that you're exposed to this piece of information uh, the harder it becomes to forget uh, and so if you look up like an image of the forgetting curve in a, in a graph uh, they, the curve kind of flattens over time uh, and so that you know the time it takes for you to forget something basically is longer over time um, and so yeah this idea of the forgetting curve that uh, we would forget things more frequently more uh, we would forget things quicker if we weren't exposed to them regularly was the basis for this research into spaced repetition they, they started looking into um, how can we create a system that kind of utilizes this right we know that we forget things very quickly if we don't see them regularly so how can we build a system that kind of matches that to to try and help us avoid forgetting so many things and um you know so quickly and so you know typically of course this is different with you know each individual person because there are lots of individual factors um, you know but typically for most humans 
newly learned information will be forgotten in a matter of days or weeks unless we are consciously reviewing uh, that learned material. So it doesn't really matter you know, how smart you are, or what type of information it is, if you don't see that information uh, consistently or regularly, in most cases you're going to forget that uh, in just a few days, maybe a week or two. Um, and the, the speed in which you'll forget a piece of information, of course, depends on a number of different factors. Um, the difficulty of the information, right? Um, its meaningfulness to you, like how meaningful it is to you, if it's something that's emotionally valiant or if it's just a uh, a random piece of meaningless information, uh, your potential use for that information, uh, and then different like psychological factors, right? Like if you were stressed or tired when you learned that information, you're probably going to forget it a little bit quicker. Um, and and so yeah, the the reason for this is is actually that it is of some benefit for us to be able to forget information uh, quickly. Um, it's kind of something that we've developed in part for evolutionary purposes because of course as human beings or as as any type of being but as for us as human beings you know you only have a certain amount of storage space right you only have a certain amount of memory you only have a certain amount of energy that you can dedicate to trying to learn things or to remember things um, and so information that is seen to be not useful right it's not relevant or uh, it's not important it's actually useful for us to forget that because it make it frees up space for other stuff right essentially uh, if we were to try and remember and and learn every piece of information that we ever saw with the exact same level of intensity and importance then that would be quite problematic for us because we'd be going around with loads of information in our head that isn't really useful right so it's important for us as humans to be able to prioritize information that is useful uh, important and necessary to us and so essentially what these spaced repetition systems do is they try and kind of hack that part of our evolutionary biology so to speak they try and force you to remember a word as you're becoming more likely to forget it right so it's a system that is specifically designed to present you with information that you are likely to be about to forget uh, and then it forces you to try and remember it and every time that you successfully remember uh, the information every time you successfully recall the word or whatever it is that you're learning it becomes a deeper part of your long-term memory uh, it takes longer for you to forget that information uh, and it's more likely that you can access that information right like uh, it's one thing to be able to remember a word and recognize it when you see it but it's another thing to be able to actually use that to be able to bring it to mind um, you know when when you actually need it so that is is the purpose of spaced repetition systems right these SRS systems uh, are built to be able to show you information uh, based on this kind of system of forgetting that we have developed as humans um, and so 
Initially, with these spaced repetition systems, uh, they were based in physical flashcards and boxes, right? So you would make an actual physical card, you would write, I don't know, the question on one side and the answer on the other, or the, uh, the word on one side and the translation on the other, um, and you would put them in separate boxes. So, I don't know, let's say you have um, four boxes or something like that, and so, you know, all the flashcards in box one, you look at every day. Um, uh, the, the flashcards in box two you look at every four days, the flashcards in box three you look at every two weeks, and the flashcards in box four you look at every month, uh, just as a, a, a random example. So you have these increasing periods of time. And so, yeah, essentially you would you would check, check yourself on the card, you would test yourself on the card, and then if you got it correct, you would move it up to the next box, right? So from box one to box two, and so on and so forth. Or if you get it wrong, then that card goes back to box one. It doesn't go back just one box, it goes back to box one and you start again uh, from the beginning. Um, but yeah, it, for a long time this was based just in physical flashcards and in boxes. Um, and so there wasn't so much... Uh, variation, let's say, with the intervals of time. There wasn't so much uh, customization that you could do with this system. Um, but starting with like the popularization of, of computers and, and things like that in the 80s, um, this idea of spaced repetition began to be used with like computer-assisted uh, systems and things like that. So that people would build computer programs and computer systems based around uh, this idea of spaced repetition. Um, and so that enabled lots of different new elements uh, like automatic scheduling. Uh, you could gather statistics on you know your percentages on different cards, different time periods. You could work with a lot more information. Um, and it also gave us the ability, or I shouldn't say us, I have nothing to do with the computer programming, all this kind of stuff, but it gave people the ability to build more uh, sophisticated, more nuanced and more detailed algorithms, right? So initially, when we talked about these um, increasing periods of time uh, between seeing a card or seeing a piece of information, Initially, that was working just by doubling, right? So you would see it on one day, then you would see it after two days, then you would see it after four days, then you would see it after eight days, after 16 days, so on and so forth. You would just double the amount of time every time you got a card correct. Um, but with these computer programs, now people can work with uh, a lot more sophisticated algorithms and start to really try and figure out, you know, what is the most optimal uh, schedule for these kind of things uh, and some of them will even adapt somewhat to the actual person that's using them right uh, so the the time periods will maybe change somewhat depending on your individual use of that program uh, and so you know now we don't have to you know spend loads of time making lots of physical flashcards having boxes sitting down and going through these cards uh, which takes a long time now we have lots of cool little applications and things like that. Uh, there are lots of different apps that you can use, uh, but I'm, I'm going to mention the two, probably the two most popular ones, uh, especially for within the world of language learning. Um, so the two most popular spaced repetition systems that you can use, uh, both for free, are Anki or Memrise. So they're both 
applications that you can use either on your phone or on your laptop. They're free applications. Uh, I personally use Anki. Um, I just find that it's, uh, well, it's just what I use. I think it's just what I downloaded first and uh, what I've got used to, but it's very, very customizable all the way from like the visual stuff. You can change all kinds of, uh, you know, put all kinds of different funky backgrounds and change the buttons and the fonts and all that kind of stuff for people that are interested in, you know, how it looks. Uh, but you can do a lot of customization with the actual algorithm itself. You can sort of decide on the percentages of the intervals and how many times you have to get a word correct on one day for it to pass to the next, how many times you have to get a card wrong before it's suspended and you don't see it for a while, all these different kinds of things. There's all kinds of cool stuff that you can do uh, with Anki. Uh, I have used Memrise, uh, but not as much, so I'm not quite as knowledgeable about it. Um, but it is to some degree customizable, just not quite to the same extent as Memorize, but for a lot of people that's actually why it's better. A lot of people find Anki to be a little bit bland, a little bit boring, um, but at the end of the day they both work, they're both uh, very good programs and they'll both help you to better remember and retain new vocabulary. Uh, and so either of those that you want to use, uh, they'll be great. Um, there are two options with using these kind of applications. One is to just create your own deck of flashcards to create your own uh, collection uh, and you just add your own cards and your own information and different things like that. Uh, and the other is to use a pre-made deck, uh, pre-made collection of cards, right? So both Anki and Memrise have uh, quite a large collection of pre-made uh, decks of information um, and really it kind of is going to depend a little bit on you and where you are in your language learning journey and what exactly you want to get out of uh, out of the use of these spaced repetition systems. I would advise for most people for English especially, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you already have you know, an okay level at the very least of English. I would advise making your own cards because I think that way you're going to be focusing on information that is actually a lot more important and relevant to you. Um, you can you know, focus on your immersion, on listening to lots of content in English, watching series and movies and YouTube and different stuff, listening to podcasts. And when you come across a new word or a new phrase, a new idiom or something like that, you can put that word or phrase into Anki um, and you can put it in there of any information, any extra information you want, translations, pictures, audio if you want to, different kinds of stuff like that. There's lots of cool stuff that you can do. Um, that's what I do with, with uh, my Spanish. I find words from watching series or reading books and I add them to Anki. Um, if you're starting with a new language, I think the pre-made decks can be quite useful. Um, so for example, with Russian, I don't really do a ton of Russian at the moment, but I do have a deck on Anki and it's 4,000 sentences uh, starting from easy and, and increasingly getting harder, you know, starting just with the very basic words and very basic sentences for a beginner to be able to use. Uh, and I'm just working my way through that. So. Um, decks like that where you have like 
you know, a thousand common sentences or, or 500 the most common words or, or things like that, they can be really useful for getting you started with a new language or a language that you're, you know, still at that kind of beginner stage with. Uh, especially the decks of sentences, I think they're the best thing to go for because um, you pick up lots of new words but you learn them in context and you're learning phrases that you will actually be able to use rather than just learning words by themselves without any context and without any knowledge of how they're actually used and, and little things like that. So um, yeah, both Anki and Memorize are very good options but if you want to just Google SRS systems um, you can or SRS applications you can you can do that too um, and it's the same system that a lot of other language learning apps will use like Duolingo for example uses an SRS system it shows you information in gradually increasing intervals words that you learn in the first couple of lessons you won't then see again for a couple of lessons and then you won't uh, see them again for longer periods of time and things like that um, you know so it, it's like I say it's based on you know scientific research that's not to say that it's absolutely perfect and there aren't other ways to go about um, learning information and remembering information but if you want a sure shot way a definitive a definite way sorry to improve your vocabulary to learn more words and actually remember them then spaced repetition systems are one of the best ways to go about it um, you don't want to spend all of your time doing it you know don't spend an hour a day hammering through flashcards it's not going to be very fun uh, and you should be you know engaging with the language itself in in the real world as well but you can use spaced repetition systems to to help you to learn and remember the most important and difficult words and phrases and information that you get from your immersion so yeah I think that is everything that I wanted to talk about in today's episode so I'm going to leave it there for now but thank you all very much for listening I hope you guys are found it enjoyable and useful uh, as always any questions or thoughts please feel free to get in touch but yeah uh, that's it for now thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode